This is weird. I feel weird right now. Like, imagine him driving this. Last November, four University of Idaho students were murdered in an off-campus house. I've been covering the search for their killer since the very beginning. The other week, I retraced the route authorities think the murderer took after stabbing the four students. Court documents say his cell phone pinged several towers along a rural highway. It is just fields as far as you can see. There's another cell tower right there. So if this is the route, he would have driven directly past two cell towers. So that was me last week. Now there's a major update in the case. One that I was not expecting would come before this podcast launch. But here we are. A grand jury indicted the suspect, Brian Koberger, a former criminology PhD student. I'm Kana Whitworth, a correspondent for ABC News and the host of The King Road Killings, a new five-part narrative podcast launching June 7th. Throughout the series, I will walk you through what I've learned about the victims and the investigation, and we'll also look at why the story captured national attention. But first, we have a quick pre-launch update on a development in the case. Late in the day, on May 16th, Brian Koberger was indicted by a grand jury in Moscow, Idaho, where the murders took place. It's a major step in the state's legal case against their suspect. To be clear, the grand jury does not determine guilt, and decisions do not have to be unanimous. They're simply saying there's enough evidence to move forward with a trial. Koberger is facing four counts of murder in the first degree. Authorities believe he stabbed Kaylee Gonzalez, Madison Mogan, Zana Kernodal, and Ethan Chapin to death in their beds while two other roommates were home. Now, we had been expecting a preliminary hearing in the case in late June. In fact, I had that date circled on the calendar as a time when we would learn a lot more about the case. Each side had planned to present at trial. So why the switch? Well, there's a level of privacy, even secrecy, to a grand jury proceeding. It's done behind closed doors. The prosecution can lay out their case in a room with just the judge and jury. They can bring witnesses to the stand without the glaring eye of the media or cross-examination from the defense. In fact, the prosecution has asked that all witnesses' names related to the grand jury not be released at all. This could allow a delicate or nervous witness to testify privately. The privacy of a grand jury proceeding can also have benefits for the defense. I spoke with Koberger's former attorney, who told me that in a case with such public exposure, Koberger's rights to a fair trial and due process are more likely preserved with evidence and testimony being kept private. Also, keep in mind the judge issued a gag order months ago, so key people involved in the case have been banned from speaking to the media. The secrecy has created a vacuum for rumors to spread. People thought the gag order might be lifted next week, but it's still in place. And that doesn't seem to be changing anytime soon. So we rely on our sources to shed light on this case. Koberger will be formally arraigned on Monday, May 22nd, where in all likelihood, he will enter a not guilty plea and they'll set a trial date. In January, a lawyer for Koberger stated he expects to be exonerated. 
Kaylee's dad, Steve Gonzalez, told me he's long been eager for Koberger to face a trial. I want to get the show on the road. I want to get to where we get to court. And then... After hearing news of the indictment, he told me that his family is grateful another step in the process has been completed. But this is just the beginning. And we will be with you the entire way on The King Road Killings from ABC Audio, coming June 7th, wherever you get your podcasts.